Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Jam-packed on a Monday. The legends are finished. So are the Yankees. So are the Lakers. And Hembo's obnoxiousness has reached impossible new heights. All that and more. Let's roll. Here we go. Only one place to start. All right, only one place to start. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire every Monday. So delighted that Rex Ryan and Ryan Clark can hang out after we finish Get Up and do the first few minutes of the radio show. Guys, thank you as always. To me, overwhelmingly, the story of the day in the NFL are the two legends, the GOAT and the BOAT. Tom Brady, greatest of all time. Aaron Rodgers, arguably best of all time. Both coming back for another season here, thinking championship thoughts in Tampa and Green Bay. And they're both three and four coming off of bad losses yesterday. Ryan, Tampa lost. I I tried to express this on Twitter as clearly as I could for people who aren't following it. Tampa lost to a team yesterday that in the last couple of weeks lost their first-string quarterback and their second-string quarterback, fired their coach, traded away one of their better receivers, and then by far their best player in Christian McCaffrey. And they beat Tampa 21-3 to yeah. yesterday. What happened? Yeah, I think, well, I think the first thing is this defense has actually played really hard the entire season and Tampa yeah oh no Carolina Carolina. and the reason Brian Burns didn't get traded is because he's actually that good so I'm not surprised that the Carolina Panthers fought defensively but to lose to this team 21 to 3 to allow P.J. Walker to be as efficient as he was at quarterback to get bludgeoned in the run game and give up those explosive plays like we saw them do and to not be able to run the football nor protect Tom Brady and for Tom Brady to not to be able to elevate this team that is wholesaling away their best football players mm-hmm. is actually an indication of how of how horrible of a place the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are in right now as an organization. And so when you look at this team, any aspirations they've had or they had coming into this season about winning a championship are gone in every place but that building. And when you listen to Tom Brady, it feels like they're gone in that building as well. Yeah, the two biggest things I, I take away is this team is so slow on offense. And and it's just it's painful. And you see another guy like J.C. Horn, they lock these dudes yeah. down. And they can't get any separation. So it looks ugly. It looks slow. It looks old. Brady does too. And unfortunately, it's not a good look on their offense. But on defense, is Todd Bowles – really in those meetings because I'm yeah. seeing a team that looks horrible fundamentally. And they just like we, we had a, a tape, Orlowski put that tape together on them against the run. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just normal things that we take for granted, like as coaches or whatever, like we, I'm, I'm saying not take for granted, things that we would harp on from, from jump, yeah. right from, from day one. They're not closing cutbacks. They're not doing anything. And they get two guys in, in outside, you know, gaps. outside gaps, nobody yeah. inside gap. Like, it's crazy. There's no gap control to their, to their run defense. And, and to me, it's like 
if, if I'm Todd Bowles, the first question I – I mean, I'm looking in the mirror first and saying, yeah. i got to go back to coaching this defense. Yep. That's the first thing that's going to fix. But one thing they can't fix is how slow their darn offense is. So uh, we had a little bit of a discussion. I wouldn't call it a debate, but, but a discussion over who's in worse shape right now, Brady or Rodgers. And, and to me, the only reason – the obvious reason to me that it's Rodgers is he's got a really good team in his division in Minnesota. So, R.C., Brady, as ridiculous as this sounds, at 3-4 and four, is actually in first place right. in the NFC South because they have a win over Atlanta, who's the other 3-4 and four team. So he's got whatever's left, 12 weeks to figure this thing out, 11, however many weeks are left. Right. He's got that to fit. Can they figure out anything in Tampa that makes them a legitimate contender? You know what? It's like, it's like saying it's impossible if you're saying that they can't figure anything out. And it's also like doubting It's also doubting Tom Brady, who has given us, at least until this year, no reason to ever doubt that he can find ways to have a team play better and ascend as a season goes along. But when you look at this team, it isn't just about everyone around him. It's him, too. Right. Tom Brady isn't playing at a high level. Tom Brady isn't leading as at a high level. Tom Brady isn't conducting himself as the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at a high level. And the one thing we've always seen from him is everything worked top down on every team Tom Brady is on. He held himself to a certain level of accountability and excellent excellence and the team followed suit. That no longer is the case with Tom Brady. And now you're asking him to fix Mike Evans dropping footballs. You're asking him to fix fix a lack of separation, fix run blocking, fix a bad run game, fix Byron Leftwich not putting you in positions to succeed above what the X's and O's would say. And so I think when you have these issues they have offensively and now a defense who is suffering injuries and also not good at the one thing mm. they've always been good at, those are so many problems and such a depth of problems. It's going to be very difficult to dig yourself out of that hole and become a contender. Yeah, I mean, they gave up 160 yards rushing yeah. to back up running backs at, at Carolina. But I still think that Brady's in a much better shape than Aaron Rodgers. Because I, I look at Aaron Rodgers, his, his issue, they can't protect the quarterback either. But they can't do anything outside on the perimeter. And they're ranked 31st in the league outside the numbers uh, where Devontae Adams used to live. And, and to me, at least Brady has Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Aaron Rodgers, who's he got? He's got nobody. And when I look at it, too, I think he's in a tougher division. I think Aaron Rodgers is in a tougher division. And that's why I think he's in bigger trouble than Tom Brady. You know, and, and Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. You know, Dan Orlovsky gets mad, Rex, at you and I when we say this on Get Up, but we say it every Monday, and for some reason he just refuses to acknowledge <laughs> it. I don't know why. No one has ever missed anything the way Aaron Rodgers misses Devontae Adams. And he was the one piece. Like, R.C., you were obsessed with The Last Dance. I was there for a lot of those Bulls things. Michael Jordan is the greatest that ever lived. Do you know how many championships he won without Scottie Pippen? Zero. Zero. Yeah. And, and so I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't an, an all-time great player. But that was the one piece he couldn't afford to lose. So if you're telling me they have no separation on the outside, you're telling me they can't get rid of the ball quickly enough. All the, Devontae Adams covered up all of those things. Who knows how good they would have been at that the last couple of years. But Devontae Adams, it seems to me, again, I defer to you, I think he covered up a whole lot of other 
deficiencies this team had because he's just so ridiculously good. Absolutely 100% right. It's like Batman without Robin. Batman's going to get his, his tail kicked yeah, nobody uh, has without his Robin. You know, like me with my, without my twin brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> Never lost a fight. But as soon as my brother left, I'm like, eh, maybe I don't want to go. You know, so <laughs> I, I just look at it that way that, that realistically 70% of their passing offense is playing somewhere else. <laughs> Like, yeah. So yeah. that's hard as hell to replace. And to think that this, you know, it's easy as a GM. Give me the draft picks. I'm such a great guru. I drafted Devontae Adams. Well, you got lucky as hell, apparently, because the, the, these other guys you got in there, they ain't close to Devontae Adams right now. And, and maybe eventually they'll be really good players. Romeo Dobbs, yeah. Christian Watson, even Amari Rogers. I mean, these guys yeah. could wind up. He, he wasn't drafted. Well, I say even because he wasn't drafted as high right. as the other guys. Maybe they are eventually good players, but Aaron well, Rodgers isn't worried about eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers needs it to be right now, especially a guy that's contemplated not playing for the last two or three years, which may have led to Devontae Adams wanting to go play with Derek Carr because he understood the chemistry they had and the fact that Derek Carr would still be in Las Vegas. I think the other thing that we keep missing is this. Donald Driver rode right over into Greg Jennings. Mm-hmm. Greg right. Jennings overlapped with Jordy Nelson, Jordy Nelson with Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson with Devontae Adams. And so they were never at this point where they didn't have the next man up already figured out mm-hmm. for Aaron Rodgers. And, you know, I know people are going to point to Devontae Adams and say, well, Aaron Rodgers has been good for his entire career. He has, but he also always had a guy that could really play. And none of those dudes were first-round draft picks. No. They were all second-round draft picks. And like Amari Rodgers, a third-round draft pick. But they found ways to make plays. This group, at least this year, doesn't seem like they're going to be able to do it individually. And right now, which of us three has faith that Matt LaFleur is going to make the adjustment that gets them there? Yeah, the answer is none of us uh, feel that way. And so yesterday in the early window, those were the headlines to me, where Brady and Rodgers and their teams losing startling games. The other one, and I watched every snap of this game yesterday, was the Giants getting to 6-1. and one. And, Rex, I found myself thinking of you because the day after Daniel Jones was drafted and made the sixth pick in the draft, Rex Ryan came on, get up, and said that you thought it was going to be a good pick and that he was going to be a good player. And to this point, there has been no obvious evidence that that was right. But maybe... And I say this all the time, like more young quarterbacks are ruined than developed. Very true. You get this kid, a coach who knows what he's doing, who is emphasizing the things he does well, who is de-emphasizing the things he doesn't do well. I found myself watching this game yesterday thinking, Daniel Jones, a pretty good player, and maybe he has it in to become very good. Maybe never to justify being the sixth pick in the draft, not to be Patrick Mahomes. That's not on the list of options here, but to be a darn good player. I, I actually think he could be. No, I agree with you. And what I saw was a guy with the NFL skill set. You know, that's why I thought the Giants would take him at six. Okay, and everybody thought I was crazy. But I see that skill set. Here it is. I think he fits in today's game. The guy that's able to do both, that, that's athletic enough to make plays, extend plays with his legs, and to also be a factor in a running game. All right, on top of being able to to be a pocket passer. That's what I see in Daniel Jones. And we're only starting to see it now. Why? Because you touched on it. He has a real NFL head coach. 
And unfortunately for him, he never had that uh, before. The other thing is, look, this guy's doing it without any receivers. His, his starting three, his big three receivers, haven't played but maybe one game this year. Right. right? They lost, unfortunately, with Sterling Shepard going down with the injury. Galladay's out again. What a surprise. And then, and then this Kadarius Toney, well, I don't even know where the heck he is. No, but neither so, do they. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. So they got this Robinson kid I think might have a chance down the road. Hopefully he develops. But uh, to me, Daniel Jones doing it without him, and so is Brian Dayball. But he recognizes, you mentioned, playing to his strengths. All right? Well, one of his strengths is, look, they're doing quarterback running game. And, and game on the line, they go to two guys. It's either going to Saquon or Daniel Jones is keeping it himself. And they don't even risk putting it in the air. They're running with their quarterback. So, so many things are going to happen between now and the end of the season, RC, that I grant the question I'm going to ask you is almost impossible to answer because the rest of the year is going to go a long way towards deciding it. But do you think Daniel Jones is now the quarterback of the Giants going forward beyond this season? You know what? I don't know, and here's why. We're only seven games through right. this season, and he has protected the ball. He has played well, and the Giants are 6-1. and one. If this team continues to win, and no, they won't win six out of every seven games, but if this team continues to win, he protects the football, he's your quarterback the next year, and you have to work a deal with Daniel Jones that you're comfortable with, right? You're not going to give him Josh Allen money, but you can give him money to say, okay, you're our quarterback, and we're riding with you, and we feel like we can win games with you. I think the thing – that you said or the adjective that you use that I agree with is that he could be a darn good quarterback. And if that's where you sit on Daniel Jones and you believe that, I also agree with that. And how far can that take you? And in this league, I think it's so hard to find a guy that if he continues to play this well and the chemistry between he and Brian Dayball continues to build, I believe he is the quarterback of the Giants next year. Yeah, look, they play the next three games. They, they have the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, which should be ridiculously awesome. Um, they, the next three games they have before then are at Seattle, home Texans, home Lions. I mean, they certainly shouldn't lose. Nine to one. They, they, yeah. should, they should go two and one in those. Let's just say for this. They, they, you could easily see them going two, one, two and one in those games. So they're going to be eight and two mm-hmm. in, in that scenario going into a Thanksgiving Day showdown against the Cowboys who beat them uh, to give them their only loss. Well, they a fascinating season the Giants are having. No, absolutely. And, and I just think that if they get some of these receivers back, you're going to see more out of Daniel Jones. Yep. And I just think he's going to get better and better and better and better as the season goes on, and there won't be any doubt if the Giants are going to bring him back or not. And you know what makes AutoZone America's number one battery destination? It's because they offer free battery testing and charging and reliable replacement batteries starting at just seventy nine ninety nine. And they've always got your battery solution. Get in the zone with AutoZone. Guys, you're the best. Thank you, as okay. always. Rex, who just continues to own Hembo RC, who is <laughs> it's crazy. dancing up a storm in Baton Rouge this weekend. So much fun. Thank you, fellas. Thank you, guys. All as right. we continue, my takes are coming up next, plus Hembo's obnoxiousness reaching new, never-before-seen heights. And you You'll find out why after this. It's Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, In just 30 seconds, I will give you my top five takes from a Sunday in the NFL. And then with the assembled members of the hashtag crew around me, Hembo's obnoxiousness will reach new, never-before-seen heights. For those of you who cannot see us on television, and you can see us in the ESPN app now, Hembo is wearing a Phillies jersey today, which is fine because he's a Phillies fan and you deserve to celebrate your team making it to the World Series. The way, however, that you are behaving with regard to the other things happening in sports is so unappealing. <laughs> it, is, it is beneath anyone but you um, that uh, we will have a problem with it. But anyway, first off, 30 seconds from ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring... What type of role are you hiring for? Whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York or a mascot in Missouri, the ZipRecruiter can help you find qualified candidates fast. Their matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job, and you can invite them to apply. It's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny's Takes. All right, here we go. Uh, first things first, every Monday, my top five takes coming out of a Sunday in the National Football League. Number five. I am devastated by the injury to Brees Hall. I mean, just devastated. And I'm fighting my normal inclination. So here's what I genuinely believe. I believe that this is a new and different time for the Jets. I am in. I have bought in on the young players. I have bought in on the coach. And I am fighting my inclination to believe that this is just another example of how nothing can ever go right for us. Like all my life, just when things seemed good, the last time that you felt the Jets were the best team in the NFL, not that they feel that way now, but there was a moment in time when the Jets looked like the best team in the NFL. And then week one of 1999, Vinny Testaverde, without being touched, tore his Achilles. Those are the kinds of things that have happened to us. It feels like all of my life. And so I'm fighting like crazy my inclination to feel that way. That we have this extraordinarily special young rookie running back who it appears tore his ACL yesterday. The coach was very honest about it afterwards. I haven't heard any official word on it yet, but 
that clearly seems to be where it's going. I'm not going to allow myself to go there. It's obviously a devastating injury. I'm devastated for the team. I'm devastated for the kid. Mostly I'm devastated for myself. But I'm not going to allow myself to think, so that means nothing good can ever happen to us. I believe this is a new era. I believe this is a new time. That game yesterday is a game the Jets lose always. They always. The backup quarterback always beats us. So I am thrilled that the Jets found a way to win that game. And they're going to find a way to overcome this injury as well. I I believe. I'm not going to allow myself to get negative about it. Number four. Uh, number four. The NFC East is the best division in the National Football League. Two years removed from being a laughingstock. Two years ago, we were we were asking aloud the question, is the NFC East the worst division in NFL history? A- and the answer was probably yes. Now it's the best. So I'll say it again. The Eagles are right now probably, well, they're one of the two or three best teams in the NFL. I think I still think Buffalo is the best, but whatever. The Eagles are right there. The Giants are six and one. The Cowboys are five and two and looking very, very good. And if you took the worst, the last place team in every division and lined them up and had a tournament with them, the Washington Commanders would win. They're the best worst team in the NFL. And by the way, losing Carson Wentz is always the magic touch. What, what did you did you say? You put some money on them to make the playoffs as soon as he got hurt. The day after Carson Wentz got injured. I laid some money on Washington to make the playoffs. I got them at plus 650, and that bet is going to pay off for me. Yeah, I, I actually think it might because um, – and I think that Taylor Heineke might wind up remaining the quarterback after Wentz gets back. Let's see how that goes. But anyway, that's take number four. They are the best division in the NFL. Number three. Joe Burrow is number three. Here's the deal. What you have to remind yourself, early in the season, I kept thinking – Burrow have a little flash in the pan thing going here. Why does this look so bad? They don't look good. It's not. It just doesn't look the same. And Rex is the one who said it to me this morning. Joe Burrow missed all of training camp. He missed all that time. He had was it an appendicitis? What did he have? An appendix, right? That's right. Not. The, I keep saying spleen. It wasn't a spleen. It was his appendix. Either way, he had to have this surgery, and so he missed all this time. And right, we just think to ourselves, "Oh, that's nothing. He's fine. It's not a knee. No, it's not." The quarterback can't miss all of training camp and then step out there like nothing ever happened. So now, all of a sudden, Joe Burrow, I know Atlanta was playing without a lot of their guys yesterday, but there was a moment in time when I thought he was going to throw for 500 yards. And if they needed to, he would have. That, that game did not remain close long enough for him to have to keep doing it. But what, he wound up 455 yesterday? Mm-hmm. I mean, so just Joe Burrow is awesome. He's that guy. And just remember, when it started slowly this year, a lot of that had to do with the time that he missed in training camp. Number two. Uh, Rodgers and Brady, I just want to say this. Rule them out at your own risk. Like, everything about watching them says they're finished. Their teams are finished. They don't look good. They don't look right. They don't look the same. I just can't bring myself to give up on either of them. I think the Packers are playing wrong. I think their coach is getting it wrong. I think losing Devontae Adams is the death blow. They will not. They have no chance of winning the Super Bowl, don't get me wrong. But the idea that they won't get it turned around at least a little and look like a much better team than this, I just refuse to say it. And again, Brady, Bucks, they're in first place. They're awful, but they're in first place. So they have the luxury of two and a half months to figure this thing out. So, again, bet against Tom Brady to do that at your own risk. I know he doesn't look the same. I know whatever's going on in his life is obviously taking a toll on him. I see it all. I see what you see. But I will just one more time say, rule those guys out at this moment. 
at your own risk. Number one. And then finally, number one. I'm going to lose the music on this because I want to get quick takes from the, the hashtag crew, particularly from Nuno. So because the Jets were playing in the 4 o'clock window yesterday, um, the way I watch these games, I always have one game on and then red zone. And I yesterday, the game I, I decided I wanted to watch was the Giant game. I, I, I've not sat down and just watched them from start to finish uh, much this season, and I just want to see what's going on there. And here's what I came away thinking, Nuno. Daniel Jones is good. You have no receivers. The Giants have no receivers. You talk about teams that have been, like like if the Giants had the receivers that Green Bay has, they'd be dangerous. He's throwing the ball to people whose names I've never heard in my entire life, and they're dropping it every time. I mean, the drops yesterday were infuriating. But he stands in there. He's making good plays. He runs the ball extraordinarily well. He's not making the big mistakes. Daniel Jones has turned into a pretty good player. Again, we have to temper our expectations. He's not Patrick Mahomes. But I think Daniel Jones is a pretty good quarterback, which is way better than what I think anyone thought of him a year ago. And he does feel like he is ascending. As a Giant fan, what are your thoughts? I like what he's doing because what, for me, what it does or shows is that this coaching staff has taken – his strengths and actually made that as a made it as a positive and said, "Hey, we don't have the weapons, right?" Even on that first drive, that touchdown to Darius Slayton, Slayton did everything in his power to drop that ball, and yeah. it was just that it was just thrown perfectly. And there was so many, and I know Orlowski, the oh, they only threw it one time in the fourth quarter. It's because you had no one. You saw it when he started throwing to Wandale Robinson, who was the only capable running uh, wide receiver they have. It was. Play after play after play. I like what's going what's going on. He's I think he has the most fourth quarter comebacks in the NFL this year. Um, he's made the big plays, and a lot of them are been with his legs. I think the formula is there. Here's the only question I'll ask you: Are we at this point in time in the NFL that a average, slightly above average? QB can win a Super Bowl with the fact that we have the Mahomes, the Josh Allens, the Joe Burrows now at this point in time? Probably not. The answer to that question is probably not. So he has to develop to where he advances beyond that. But what I'm saying is I'm not convinced he can't. I'm I'm not certain he can, obviously. But I definitely think with the caliber of coaching that he's getting, I would give it another try. I wouldn't sign him to some huge monster deal. But there's a, no, a number of different ways you can go about seeing this for one more year, and one of them is franchising him. I would definitely keep this thing going. Look, they're going to be – they've got Seattle uh, – I just had it up here. Seattle, Houston, and the Lions in their next three games. Assuming – they should win two of those games. Even if they only win one, they'll be 7-3 and three going into Dallas. So I would not give up on what I'm seeing from them right now. All right, Greeny, we all know the game isn't over till it's over. So next time you need parts for your car, don't call it quits. Go to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. I'm ready to go right now. Green Light with Greeny. All right, with some hesitancy, I'm going to give Hembo the green light. He deserves to be very happy today. Hembo is a lifelong Phillies fan. The Phillies have advanced to the World Series in dramatic and unexpected fashion. You have every right to be excited about that, and no one would begrudge it to you. 
So why is it that you managed to turn it into the most obnoxious thing I've ever seen in my entire life? Go ahead. Well, because all I ever hear about is how obnoxious and how vulgar and how pompous and how annoying Philadelphia fans are. And I can assure you, I will affirm all of those stereotypes today. Go ahead. However, it is also worth acknowledging that those vulgar, pompous, annoying people had a massive impact on the Phillies advancing to the World Series. You couldn't help but watch those games at Citizens Bank Park over the last two series without thinking as much. It is my belief that Citizens Bank Park and the fans that fill it provide the greatest home field advantage in the history of baseball. And I've got numbers to back it up, Greeny. The Phillies all-time are 21-9 and at Citizens Bank Park in the playoffs. 21-9. and And that is the best record by any team in any home stadium in the history of the postseason. And that dates to 1903. This team is something special. Those fans are something special. And watching that Bryce home, uh, Harper home run in the eighth inning yesterday is something that chilled me to the bone. That will be played over and over and over again in Philadelphia for as long as I live. Okay. And so that's all fine. And if that was the progressive MLB snapshot, we would all be delighted with you. And if you're looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, one of the country's top workplaces, come join Progressive's growing team. Go to Progressive.com careers and apply online today. The problem is you can't just be happy with that. Why is it that you came in here and you were just picking fights with every Yankee fan in every direction in which you turn? Oh, because for the Phillies to clinch the National League pennant on the same day that the Yankees get swept? I mean, there is nothing that could be better as a sports fan. Nothing. Nothing at all. Especially, especially having predicted the sweep as we did on this show last week. I mean, everything right now is coming up, Hembo. Absolutely everything. Hembo has just uh, hoisted a broom to his shoulders. Uh, go ahead. Give me, give me the baseball analysis on what just happened to the Yankees over the course of the last four games. I mean, you often like to say that a hammer and nail don't have a rivalry, right? They have a relationship. That's and right. And that is the relationship that the Astros have with the Yankees. I, look, you could go on StubHub yesterday and get a seat for $20 to go watch the Yankees and Astros play game four of the American League Championship Series. The Astros were so good that even the Yankee fans gave up before the season was over. Bob Costas last night, whom I, as anyone who knows me and listens to the show knows, I admire practically to the point of reverence said on television last night, the Astros are the Yankees' daddies. Mm. And that obviously harkens back to the Pedro line, but still. Uh, Nuno, who are you firing on this morning if you own the Yankees? Well, I mean, they don't have to fire anyone because Brian Cashman's deal is up. So he doesn't have a contract. No, but that's so, the same thing so, as fine. Are you well, saying yeah, you would not bring Brian Cashman back? I would Cashman not bring back. Brian Cashman back. Would you bring Aaron Boone back? He, they re-signed him. I, prob- I wouldn't. I would fresh, clean, you know, slate, that, and so forth. Hemble, Hemble, a rational Yankee fan assumed that the Yankees were going to lose this series. So, like, you know, you were the one of the only few that were out here talking about this, the Yankees should want them, knowing for a fact that the Yankees had no shot in this series. Yes. Just so that this could happen. And, and you know, and now I'm in a situation where I have to root for the Phillies, but there's so many obnoxious uh, Philly fans around here, beside yourself, Cam, who works on our show on Monday, is a Philly guy. And it's just, the only thing I can combat that with is this question. 
Will Doc Rivers still be employed by the 76ers oh. by the time that the by by the time the Philly fans actually care about the you're NBA raging. season? So, so what, what you're hearing there is a, as a desperate man just <laughs> begging for some sort of lifeline. He's trying to find something about Philadelphia sports that right now is not going extraordinarily well. Why don't you bring up Jay Wright retiring prematurely? Also, <laughs> we got to find something in Philly that isn't going well because the problem you have are, are called the Eagles and the Phillies. The bottom line of it is this: you were the one, Hembo, and we all call you an idiot, mm-hmm. and we were right, who said the Yankees and their fans should be hoping they get Houston, when the reality is all Yankee fans knew this was going to happen if they got Houston. Well, I had nefarious motives in saying that because I wanted to see the Yankees be swept by Houston. That's why I was rooting for the series. The road to the series, by the way, goes through us at ESPN Radio. It's presented by AutoZone. Uh, every pitch is here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We have to get into whether they did it right or not, because Saturday night I was watching the game in a restaurant when the manager made the one big decision that got everybody going. We'll talk about that as we continue. So we have much more on the baseball as we continue here. Plus, we're going to get your hot takes in here with phone calls. Plus, you're going to hear from some of the uh, the most important people in all of this, including one who had the literal best weekend of his entire life. We're rolling along. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So both Hembo and Bubba, they uh, excuse me, uh, Nuno and Bubba, they tussle with uh, Hembo quite a bit on this show and off the air. And I'm sort of like the dad here. I got to deal with all the, you know, my, the siblings fighting with each other. Bubba, so you, you in particular will be disgusted to hear that when the first words out of Hembo's mouth when I saw him this morning 
were, Greeny, this weekend was the holy trinity of my sports fandom. Go ahead, Hembo. Explain to Bubba why that was. Because each of these three things happened, Bubba. One, the Phillies won the pennant. Number two, the Yankees, as I predicted, were swept by the Astros. And three, (laughs) Carson Wentz's backup beat Aaron Rodgers yesterday. (laughs) The combination thereof gave me the greatest day I have had in sports in as long as I can remember. And and you, like many people um, who have a a particular sports allegiance, are especially annoying when you're happy. Uh, Like, some fan bases are just meant to be dejected and miserable all the time. It's easier to enjoy your personality when you're mad like we're accustomed to that this happiness you don't wear it well and frankly most of us are annoyed with you Hmm. Uh, Bubba what is your reaction to Hembo's holy trinity of sports coming true this weekend I mean you asked Nuno earlier who does he want fired Cashman Boone can we fire Hembo (laughs) that would be nice I mean I, I I honestly it's bad enough if the if the Phillies end up winning a World Series, I honestly don't know what I can do. I mean, I have to root for the Astros right now, which wow. is bad enough. I'm literally rooting for the Astros to win the World Series. That's so, what the life has come to. Here's what I want to ask. So we live in a world now where baseball managers are frequently ignored because so much of baseball is dictated by numbers, by analytics, Most decisions that managers make are made for them long before the first pitch of a game has been thrown. When I started, the baseball that I grew up watching and even when I started covering, I remember once asking Don Zimmer a question when he was managing the Cubs about a decision he had made that was not by the book. And he just looked right at me and said, I didn't read the book. And I loved that. That was fun. And we don't have baseball managers like that anymore, but. In high-leverage situations, they still sometimes make enormous decisions. Let's start with the easy one. Let's start with the one that Bob Melvin, the manager of the Padres, made. How in the world do you let Bryce Harper beat you in that situation under any circumstances, but in particular without even making the move to the guy that is the reason that you have a chance to get to the World Series in the first place. It's one thing if your best reliever is on the mound and Bryce Harper just happens to beat him. But that was not the case here. Bryce Harper, as everyone in the world knows, mashes right-handed pitching and has been so locked in for the last two weeks. You, the Padres, happened just conveniently to trade for the best left-handed pitcher in the world at the trade deadline. His name is Josh Hader and he was getting hot at the time. What Bob Melvin elected to do was stay with the righty while Josh Hader is in the bullpen, presumably preparing for the start of next season, and he got exactly what he deserved. I don't know that I can ever recall an instance in which a manager got something wrong more than he did in that one. Right. That's the easy and obvious one. The less so, uh, I was watching the Yankee game in a restaurant the other night. We went to the matinee uh, Saturday, which was great fun, by the way. We saw the piano lesson on Broadway with Samuel L. Jackson and uh, John David Washington, and it's wonderful. If you get the chance, if you're either here in New York or you're coming to visit New York and you like Broadway theater, it's sensational. But anyway, we then went to dinner after the game, and we had set it up very nicely. that There was a TV within viewing range of our table. So uh, we were, you know, two couples at dinner, and the husband and I both wanted to watch the game. So we're watching the Yankee game as we're eating, and my wife and her friend are talking, whatever. 
The point of it is, I wasn't able to hear the TV when he took Cole out of the game, when he took Cole out of the game. Was the general, and I know Michael Kay got all upset about it, did he make the right or the wrong decision taking Garrett Cole out of that game when he did? My opinion is that he made the wrong decision, and I'll tell you why. Because Garrett Cole, even navigating the order for the third time after throwing 90-plus pitches, is still a better option in that case for Aaron Boone than his fourth-best reliever, which in this case was Lou Trevino. What you need in that situation is someone on the mound that is capable of striking out a batter or two in a row. And Lou Trevino is not that guy. Garrett Cole is that guy. Garrett Cole led Major League Baseball in strikeouts this season. He needed to be on that mound in that situation. That should have been his inning to lose. Nuno, as a Yankee fan, did Aaron Boone get that wrong? He completely foobar that. If you're going to pull him, go to your best reliever. If not, <laughs> you pay this guy way too much money to, to take him out in a situation like that. You know, it is interesting. You know, we, I remember, I know this is not an apples to apples, but week one of this NFL season when Nathaniel Hackett didn't put the ball in Russell Wilson's hand. You got your $250 million quarterback. How do you not let, how do you either not win or lose with him? That's the same thing. Garrett Cole gets paid $324 million. You're either going to win or lose with him. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance is the 10th year of Progressive's Key to Progress annual giveaway for veterans. This year, their goal is to gift a vehicle to at least one recipient in every state. It's a wonderful program. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. All right, we're just getting rolling. We have plenty of time for your calls in our second hour. Stay close. ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.